You are now listening to Bet Your Ash with Cornelius and McGee. Bet Your That's Cornelius. He is in Denver, Colorado. I am McGee. I am in Dania, Florida. And we always start in the same place, my friend. What are you smoking today? Today I am smoking a J.D. Howard Reserve. It is blended and put together by a company called Crown Kids. And I am smoking it today. <laughs> nice. Well, we will try it really hard to remember to check in with you at the end of the podcast and uh, see how that's going for you. We forgot a couple weeks ago when we did the ashes. We forgot to check back in on that uh, Cohiba we were smoking. Yeah. We're not, though. We're not, we're not. Memories aren't great around here. Um, we're also, you know what else we're not good at? We're not good at remembering things. We're not good at being on time with things. We're not good at schedules. We're, you know, what we're really not good at, buddy. What's that? Picking football games. We're really oh. bad. It's like a main part of our podcast, so it's kind of hard. I I really hope that everybody just bets against our picks, and then we make them rich. We're not not good. Yeah, we've been having some some unstellar moments, if I should say so myself. But maybe this is the weekend that we snap out of it, and we get some things right, and we make some money. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be very nice. Yes. Um, last week we were talking about the Vikings. We were talking about the Bengals. We were talking about just teams that got beat. Like we were just bad. But this week, this week we're gonna pick some winners. Now we're recording a little late, and so we're, kickoff is like in an hour for the Thursday night football game. So by the time anybody listens to this, they probably have already seen the outcome of the game. Mm-hmm. So with Pittsburgh at Minnesota and the Vikings minus three and a half, maybe we should both share who we think is going to win this game. And then people will know right away who's hot this weekend and who they should pay attention to moving forward for the rest of the podcast. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. All right. So you go first. Who do you like? Who would you play? It's either Pittsburgh plus three and a half. Or Minnesota minus three and a half. The game is in Minnesota, indoors, so they're not freezing their ass off. There's not like mm-hmm. crazy wind like what we saw on Monday. Who do you like there? Well, I would like. I would like uh, the Vikings. I think you're right. I think they're a pretty good team, even though they're five and seven and they're at home. And Ben Roethlisberger is very close to the end of his career. So either we're both going to have a great week and starting off hot on Thursday night, or 
we're just, you know, maybe it's not going to go well and everybody should fade our picks from here on out since we both like Minnesota. Yeah. Three and a half is kind of, it seems like we can, it could slide in there with Minnesota stealing one and winning by two at the end, you know, uh, and we get us getting screwed. But um, yeah, who knows? I mean, they don't, them not having to travel on the Thursday night game with the short turnaround. I, that, I feel like that's such a benefit. Yeah. Yeah, but because we we were late, we're, let's just jump right into Sunday, okay? Uh huh. All right. Um, Sunday, the early time slot. Where are we? Here we are. We have Seattle at Houston. Seattle is minus nine. It opened at six and a half and went all the way up to nine. Seattle's minus nine at the Houston Texans. Texans are a joke. I mean, Seattle, what's Seattle playing for, right? They're not they they're probably mathematically eliminated from the playoffs already. Uh, yeah, before the start of last week, there was only a few. I don't know if they were there or not, but uh, I'm beginning to think they are. Even if they're, like, not mathematically eliminated, it's an uphill battle. They really um, they weren't looking great, and then Russell Wilson has been dealing with injuries, and it's just uh, – and now their, their safety, who they just got from the Jets last year and then extended, uh, Adams. He Now he's out for the rest of the year, so – Seems like – and you know what? Uh, it could be the beginning of a, of a rebuild. In Seattle, you know, I can't imagine Pete Carroll is going to stick around there if 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 Russell Wilson wants to leave. You know, it could be just be the end of the end of an era. Yeah, yeah. But again, yeah. you you know, Houston's just a please build. It's not even a rebuild. It's a mess down there. So, but yeah, both these yeah. teams are kind of a joke. I imagine Seattle. This is probably like their last hurrah. Yeah, and you know Pete Carroll. What he's the oldest, uh, oldest coach. Did you just say that oldest coach in. Uh, he's got to be right. He's old. He's definitely old. Who's, who's going to be up against him? Belichick. Belichick's pretty old, right? I I mean Bruce Arians ain't no spring chick. Yeah, Andy but he's Reed, not. Andy he's Reed's dead. not not young man either, man. But yeah. though it's those four, right? It's definitely those four. I can't think sure. of anybody else that's old as shit like those guys. I, nope. get, I guess I can't make fun of old people so much because I'm really getting there. <laughs> um, Still, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's... Sorry, that was a loud plane. I'm, I'm guessing I'm guessing Seattle might, you know, they might cover this. They might just miss the cover, but they'll probably win big. Um, for one last time as a as a team, and then we'll start seeing the breakup soon. You know, once mm-hmm. they've accepted it, they'll stop trying to win. They'll start thinking about the draft. They'll you'll see people, you know, elect to go get their their surgery now rather than toughing it out for another month and then getting it. You know, it's you start seeing the signs the last few weeks, and I bet you it's, it's this week. Even even if they win, it's probably this week that you start seeing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, let's keep it moving. Uh, how about Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans? 
Tennessee Titans are minus eight and a half points. These are big spreads so far. Minus eight and a half points. Against the, on the Jaguars? On the Jaguars. I mean, they still don't have Derrick Henry. I mean, like, they're not full strength Titans, but no. the Jaguars have been a mess all year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, geez. Uh, yeah. I mean, Tennessee is also, they, they misfired a few times, you know? Oh, yeah. Once, once, uh, Derrick Henry was out of the lineup. They haven't haven't been even close to the same team. Ryan Tannehill is pretty good at quarterback, but it just doesn't seem like it's almost like he's not getting enough time, or he's or he's quick to he's quick to flinch, you know, back there a little bit. And mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know. It's not looking good for for them. I think they I mean, they still will probably slide into the playoffs, but I don't think they make a run in the playoffs or anything. Let me ask you, if you're a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, are you pleased with this year one of Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence? Even for under expectations, I don't think it's that good. I mean, if they were at, I don't know how many games they played, but if they were at like, you know, four and six or four and seven, whatever. Twelve. We've played 12, twelve so far. Four and eight. You know, I mean – they got a chance to be 500, you know, but I don't think they have a chance. I mean, they're it's hard they're to be 500. It's hard yeah. to be 500 with 17 games in the season. Although we might see it happen with the Steelers and the Eagles because they could go eight, eight, and one, and technically that's 500. Yeah. I don't know. I think I, I agree, man. You got Urban Meyer getting into the news for all the wrong reasons. You have Trevor Lawrence seemingly not pleased with the staff around him unfortunately that trevor etienne injury early like that hurt because that would have been fun to watch him develop but um i don't know it's the jaguars it's still the jaguars still the jaguars you know uh let's keep it moving maybe we can find a better game to bet on here uh las vegas raiders at the kansas city chiefs kansas city minus nine and a half at home Early time slot. I'm surprised with that game. That's kind of a big game. I'm surprised they have it early in the day. Um, are the Chiefs like back? Haven't mm, they haven't played? You know, like a ton of strong position. You know, so. I guess it, it. I guess it depends on who they play and how they expose them. Like they weren't. They were looking pretty bad early in the season. They were losing games or they were winning close games, but that they were supposed to blow out. But the last few weeks, they seem to kind of have it together. And Raiders. I mean, they're trying hard. I'll give them credit, man. They're out there trying hard, considering all the chaos they've dealt with as an organization this year. Mm-hmm. Remember, this is the game last year where the Raiders won, and then Gruden had them to drive the bus in circles around the arena a few times before they went to the airport. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if we'll see. I don't think we'll see the Raiders doing any victory laps, but maybe they can keep it close. Maybe they can keep it, you know, 
to a one score game. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, being competitive. So, you know, I mean, that's all you can kind of ask for at this, you know, at this juncture anyway. Yeah, they lost like key players. They've lost their head coach. Like, it's chaos over there. I heard that Dabo Sweeney was in town. Maybe he's going to be the next head coach of the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if he would leave Clemson. That's probably that's kind of a sweet gig he's got down at Clemson. I don't know if he would leave that. They had a bad yeah. year this year. Maybe he didn't enjoy that. You know, maybe he wants to play with better players. Who knows? Um, I don't think that. I can probably make an argument for either side of this. I don't think I would want to put any money on this game. Um, although, I mean, it's not like I'm picking really well this year, so <laughs> it doesn't really matter. You know? But let's see this. Uh, let's keep it going. Uh, we're still in the early time slot. we got Dallas Cowboys minus four and a half at the Washington football team. It'll probably be more be more Cowboys fans than football team fans. Just because nobody's been going to the Washington games the last few years. And the Dallas the Dallas fans travel well, so they'll crush that secondary market and they'll get up in there for sure. Four and a half seems like a low number. Yeah, but, you know, interdivision game, you know, I mean, just don't know. True. Washington's defense has been playing well. I was just about to say, and yeah, Washington's defense has been playing well. So you just don't know. You you don't know know how that's going to – if Washington can actually get some success against them, you know? Yeah, and I feel like Ezekiel Elliott's been slower this year or injured this year or something because he just hasn't been – Injured, yeah. Oh, he's injured? We know this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just hasn't been the Zeke um, to be expected, you know? He's been playing injured, so. Yeah. Um, this is an easy game to pass on because there's so many injuries, because there's some – I don't know. There's, they're kind of the same team, which is weird because it was a couple of weeks ago where we were saying the Dallas Cowboys had the division already locked up before, like, you know, Halloween. You know, we are like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And now, they, you know, they got a couple losses. And here comes Washington, you know. We definitely didn't count the Buccaneers as a W for the Washington football team. So this has been right. – uh, this has been a surprising little run they they got going right now. We'll see if they can keep it up. Dallas kind of needs to put their foot on their necks right now. I feels like they if they want to win this division, they they kind of have to win this game and kind of nip the, nip this in the nip this in the bud. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else we got? What else we got? What What were you about to say? Yeah, that's what I was saying. You know, I mean, people, you know. People get up for extra, you know, for games. So um, it's quite possible that, uh, um, you know, Washington gets up for this game and tries to gain a game on the uh, on the Cowboys in the division, you know. 
Yeah, I think they're two off in the in the win column. So a W here would be big for Washington. Yeah. Um, we also have New Orleans Saints, who I think are starting Taysom Hill again. At yeah. New at the New York Jets, who are kind of a mess. If Taysom Hill is going to ever look good as a quarterback, he's got to look good this weekend. The, yeah. sp- the spread is five and a half, and I think that's mainly because the Saints have enough defense that the Jets might not score. Yeah. It's not really about that offense. That New Orleans offense didn't look so good last week. Taysom Hill throwing a bunch of interceptions. Yep. Yeah, he threw one. I mean, it looked like he just threw it right to that lineman, just fall off and threw it. And he was, like, right there, ran it in. Like, good Lord. Yeah, that was the easiest pick six ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did. Jets, though. They're just bad. And yes, they are. Yes, they are. You got a ways to go. Yeah, it feels like they just it's such an uphill battle for them. I don't know. There was so much excitement going into the season with the new quarterback, new head coach, and you know, I don't know why. There's no reason for anybody to be excited because this is a joke. But uh let's see what else we got. What else we got? Um Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons. Plus two and a half at the Carolina Panthers. Classic matchup between Matt Ryan and Cam Newton, baby. I don't even know. Is Cam Newton starting? I think he is. I think so. Uh, oh, no. Maybe it's P.J. Tucker. Here, let me look. You mean Walker. Walker. P.J. Walker. Yeah. Who's P.J. Tucker? Oh, basketball player. Basketball player, yeah. Um, I went to the game and saw him play uh, last night, actually. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Yeah, I think. uh, I think I think it's uh, Walker. Yeah, he definitely said as. Last game, um, you know, he started out with a bang, but then there was the bang. So, yeah, real talk, real talk. And I mean, no Christian McCaffrey, a ton of a ton of injuries, you know, all over the defense. Carolina's mm-hmm. a mess, and Atlanta just hasn't been good all year, you know. Right. Hasn't been good all year. They're I don't know what the deal is there. I mean they're just I think they have needs at so many different positions that there's not even like a strength to kind of rely on. Mm-hmm. And that's uh that's a tough way to play, man. It's a tough way to go through a season without having any anything that's going really really well for that matter, you know. Right, right. Um Definitely a game I don't really want to pay attention to, so I'm I'm not going to bet it. I mean, I know that's for sure. No chance yeah. in hell. No, no chance in hell. Let's see what else we got. Um, 
So I think there's one more game in the one o'clock hour. Yep. Baltimore at Cleveland. Baltimore is plus two and a half at Cleveland. Um, it's kind of now or never for Cleveland. They better win this game if they want to have a season, if they want to get into the playoffs. Because Baltimore, it looks like Baltimore might run away with this division if they win this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure Baltimore would be comfortable with just taking the division. But, you know, I mean, do you want to take the division? Or do you really want to take the division and, you know, be strong straight in, you know, to the playoffs? And not really sure if they have, you know, Super Bowl uh, feet, you know, up under them at the moment. Either of these teams or just Baltimore, specifically Baltimore? Baltimore, yeah. Who – I wanted to talk to you about this. What teams in the AFC and in the NFC, like how many teams do you really think have a chance to win the Super Bowl? Uh, Not like a mathematical chance. I mean a legitimate, like, who do you think well, is good enough? I can't remember where the play-in cutoff is, but, you know, I mean, whatever the, you know, minus the two or three or four, teams that, you know, probably aren't going to make it for each division, you know, eight total, uh, you know, I mean. Oh, you're, I mean, you're of the mindset. If you make the playoffs, you got a chance, huh? Yeah, at least you got to continue. I don't know. I think there's only maybe two or three teams in each, in each conference that are, you know. Really might win. Really might be able to win it all. We'll see. Um, man, this is this could be a really good game. I think I kind of like Baltimore to keep their win streak going, and to to I I feel like the injured the injured quarterback situation in Cleveland has been, you know, Baker Mayfield not being at one hundred has been a real problem this year. Absolutely. Um, and I and like getting you know, him saying that he's in a signing, uh, signing year, right? Yeah, I think they can extend him a year, or they can add a year, or they can extend him on the contract. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they'll do. Well, do think, you think that? Do you think that? Um, Odell Beckham hurt that they have one less deep threat like that. Well, I don't think they were ever really using him like that, and I don't. I don't think that's the way to use Odell Beckham. But I think they were trying to fit Odell Beckham into a system that didn't really have space for him. You know, it didn't. It, it seems like the offense run has been running better, but um, it's just tough to it's tough to like make a judgment on the direction or the future of that team when you're not really seeing Baker Mayfield at a hundred, you know? Mm -hmm. And then how do you know whether or not you should extend him? Like, how, how do you, how do you, 
invest money into him when you haven't seen him at 100%. Like, hey, cool, he's fucking gritty. He's out there trying real hard. That's what he's supposed to do. He's a football player. Like, of course he's trying real hard when he's hurt. Everybody's trying real hard when they're hurt. But I, you don't, if you don't know, if you don't ever see him at 100, you don't ever know what he's capable of doing. Exactly. I don't know. It's it's it, it, Cleveland's in a tough spot, man. Cleveland's in a tough spot. I do kind of like Baltimore to win this game, but the fact that it's in Cleveland scares me. But I still like Baltimore plus two and a half. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um. All right, let's move into the afternoon, the later later time slot. We got the New York Giants plus ten points at the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, the Chargers have not been living up to expectations in the last few weeks at all. The Giants kind of have been living up to or living down to expectations lately. Um, man, ten points is a lot, but yeah, it's a lot of um. Ultimately, the Giants don't score any points. You know, the Chargers still cover that. The Giants have been able to get yards. It's been kind of crazy. The Giants have been putting up a lot of yards on offense, but they haven't always been, like, that hasn't necessarily been leading them to any victories at all, um, or even points for that matter. Uh, And their defense hasn't been playing very well. Uh, I imagine, you know, if the Chargers are going to, save their season, we're going to see them blow the Giants out here and, you know, get a little confidence and win a couple more games going out and going into the playoffs. But if, uh, you know, if it's a close game, that says a lot about the Chargers. You know, that says a lot about the Chargers. And we'll know to bet against them right away in the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, so you think the Chargers um, – you think the Chargers have a chance – do you think they have a chance to make – I mean, do you think they have a chance to make the playoffs? They have to win out, right? They have to win the rest of their games, I think. Yeah, I mean – kind of in the same spot as a lot of other of their uh, you know, uh, division members, you know, uh, the Broncos, they have to win out as well, you know. Yeah, but the point is, for the Chargers, the playoffs start right now. Same with the Broncos, the playoffs start right now. You know, that's the same time slot. They're playing Detroit. Both of these teams are in the same position here, and neither of them really can lose this game. Mm-hmm. You just can't. And it's the same spread. It's both 10 points, too, in, in Vegas. Now, I could make an argument that maybe you bet on Detroit plus 10. Maybe they keep it close after winning last week. You know, they got a little vibe. But um, I still think both the Chargers and the Broncos will win this weekend. I just, you know, the question is whether or not they cover 10 points. That's a big spread. Mm-hmm. The... um. There's two other games in that afternoon time slot. 
the 49ers are, are minus one and a half at Cincinnati. Both of those teams coming off of losses. And then there's also the Buccos. There's that game. The Bills. Bills at Buccos. Well, let's do San Francisco. The 49ers and Cincinnati. That's interesting because Cincinnati still has a chance to win that division. And they can't afford to lose this game if they want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also probably cheering for the Browns, you know, hoping that they can, you know, hoping that the Ravens drop one at the same time. Right, right. <clears throat> I could see them stepping up at home and, and putting putting the game on the 49ers. And, like, you know, taking one from the 49ers and playing really well. The 49ers aren't all, you know, not everybody's healthy, although Kittles is incredible. Right, um, right. Bengals seem to have, you know, they have like a little late season slump, but they seem to have kind of bounced back in the last two weeks, even though they lost last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Bengals, they might be missing a, they might be missing something there. I don't know. Uh, they definitely didn't look at, on uh, they haven't been looking good these last few years, you know. So I'm I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, two weeks ago they looked pretty good. Last week was was a weird game, but ultimately they, you know, they're they're still probably a year away, two years away. But the, I just feel like at home, big game. I don't know. We'll see. The other the other game in that window is Buffalo at Tampa Bay. Buffalo's looked a mess lately. They're plus yeah. three and a half. So it's Tampa Bay minus three and a half at home. Uh, Ultimately all season, the Buccaneers have been covering at home and not covering on the road, you know, winning close or losing on the road. So the fact that it's Tampa Bay at home and Buffalo seems to have some sort of flaw. I kind of like that spot. Kind of like that spot for the Bucks. Yeah, I think, I think in order for us to get a reasonable, a reasonable win this year, I mean this year, this we're both going to have to, we're both going to have to work hard on the. Um, um, on the pick for this week because we've sucked the last two weeks. Yeah. And because of that, I kind of want to have some money on like a good team. I'm not trying to like get cute with like, oh, Detroit's getting 10 points and they're probably only going to lose by eight or whatever, you know. So we're like, we're like back to basics at, at this moment. Just yeah. Trying, there's, you know. there's only two more games here, too. There's only two more games. There's the Sunday night and the Monday night game. But so far, I'm kind of leaning towards the Buccaneers. I think that's kind of a low spread. I feel like I feel like they can cover that against Buffalo, who's just not playing well lately. But these last two games, let's see. Sunday night, the Chicago Bears are plus 12 and a half in Green Bay. I think Justin Fields is coming back and starting. Oh, Chicago's uh, – you said Chicago – at Green Bay? At Green Bay, yeah. Chicago's plus 12 and a half points. 
Ooh. Green Bay is gonna crush them, right? <laughs> yeah. I think so. I mean, you definitely um, uh, uh, well, they're definitely not going to win the game. The question is, is are they going to cover or not? Right. This is your this is your desk, man. This is your like this is your department. The, the Bears are, are pretty bad this year, buddy. They're kind of as expected. Maybe Justin Fields has a bright future. The question is, does he have a good weekend this weekend? Yeah. Coming off injury, maybe he's well-rested. Yeah, well, right, well-rested or not, the question is, is, you know, will he win or will he win? Doesn't, doesn't Aaron Rodgers have a banged-up toe? Yeah, well, that's what he said. I'm beginning to wonder is that what most, you know, these guys say this, and is it true? Yeah. <laughs> I used to always think that about Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger, every time he had a bad game, he was always like, my neck, my back, my neck and my back. Right, right. So is he really, really, you know, uh, hurt or not? You know, 12 and a half is a lot of points, and I feel like everybody's going to be betting on the Packers. So maybe betting on the Bears plus all those points is the move. Monday night is probably the most exciting game. They don't always nail it with the schedule, they kind of nailed it here. You got the Rams at the Cardinals. That's a good one. Um, The Cardinals are two and a half point favorites. So it's minus two and a half Arizona. Both of these teams have been dealing with some injuries. Haven't been, you know, as as advertised as a result. But the Cardinals have been I mean the Cardinals are are the best team in the in the in the league according to the ranking according to the uh, you know standing. The win. The win. Yeah, the winning. Yeah. That's the only thing that matters, bro. That's right. <laughs> at the end of the day, that's all we're talking. At the same time, that Rams team's a little bit better than they were earlier this year. You'd think, as those they they added some players, as those players get more comfortable with the play calling, etc., get more comfortable with their teammates. Yeah. So. I mean, if you had to pick right now, what what does the Super Bowl look like? Probably. Shit. The problem is it's it's hard to pick the NFC. Like, I want to just say the Bucks, obviously. Right? But there are some pretty good teams. Yeah. Arizona and the Rams are both legitimate contenders too. You know what I mean? Like there's there's some good teams. In the AFC, maybe the Patriots. Maybe the Patriots. Maybe I know, the isn't Chiefs. it amazing? Isn't it amazing how they uh yeah. you know just back came, in the conversation. 
came around like Seabiscuit, right? Right back in the conversation, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> that didn't take long at all. Nope. <laughs> so th- this is interesting because these two teams could end up playing again in the playoffs for a third time. But, um, I mean, Arizona's at home. That's got to be helpful. I mean, Kyler Murray, I mean, if he's 100%, I like them. But I don't know if he's 100%. Right. Um, that Rams defense is nasty. And if Kyler Murray's not 100%, they're going to take advantage of that. Um, right. I think my favorite play of the week here is is the Buccaneers. Yeah. The Buccaneers yeah, minus three and a half at home against the Bills. They've been covering at home all year. It's I know it's kind of like, you know, the general public play and everything, but like we've been trying we've tried to be cute before and we've been losing. We're always we've been wrong about everything. Let's try to go with something that's like kind of safe. We know we got a good team at home, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. I mean I don't have any yeah, I don't have any yeah, I definitely don't have any cupids, that's for sure. Right. There's nothing that, like, jumped out on the whole thing. We went through every game. There was nothing that was like, pick me, pick me. Yeah. I think maybe we tried a little too hard to uh, – maybe we tried a little too hard to actually, you know, find the diamond in the rough when – it really was just a piece of glass that broke from a beer bottle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, hopefully this works. I could, I could use a winner, we'll say. I could use a winner. Yeah. Um, tell me about that cigar now that you've smoked on it a bit, too. Do you like that thing? Well, you know, it's good. I think it has that San Andreas Maduro wrapper, and Ooh. it really, really uh, – man, it stands out. You know, these boxes have at least – eight or nine years on them, uh, the ones that I'm smoking. So that's just a little, um, it's got a little extra on there. So, you know, it might, I might be, I might be, uh, I might be getting a little extra from the cigar that it might not uh, usually offer usually would offer but you know it just goes to show that um hey it's it's good for age. it's a good cigar for age you know yeah 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 yeah. um you're saying that there are some cigars that over time they don't really they don't really get a lot better they don't improve past where they where they were like at. I feel that there's certain cigars that do a lot better than other cigars, yeah. Wow. You know, uh, as far as the aging process goes, yeah. I wonder what the what the factors are that make it, so. Ooh. Now that is a discussion for another another podcast. Yeah, we're going to need a scientist. <laughs> we're going to need to get some data collected and shit. Eh, just somebody on the blending soil uh, samples, the whole nine yards. Yeah, somebody on the bin, blending side that knows a little bit more about cigars than I do. You know a lot, though, dude. <laughs> Don't yeah, say something short. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
All right, man. Well, this was fun. We'll do it again. Hopefully, we're right this weekend. Let's go, Bucks. Absolutely. Uh, we're due, so I'm sure we got it. Yeah, I think so. Um, you're at Capital Cigars. It's 919 East Colfax Ave. Definitely in Colorado. Definitely in the house. So. It is the finest cigar lounge on the planet. Definitely, definitely stop through and pick up a cigar, a drink, bite to eat, and enjoy the festivities of the lounge if you are in the Capitol Hill area. Once again, 919 East Colfax Avenue. There you go. All right, bud. I'll talk to you next week. Already next week. That was another episode of That Your Ash. And we like to use the end of the podcast to say thank you to some people. So, uh, Binsky and Connor, wherever you are, and Tyler, and Peter Vasco, and Casey Ruffling, and Corey Collins, and uh, you. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>